If you're listening to this podcast, then this is most likely not what your marketing sounds like. When you market your goods and services, it probably sounds something like this. <laughs> Life's good, isn't it? But because marketing has become digital and so easy, it's become kind of easy to overlook. Well, our guests today have definitely not overlooked marketing. On the show today, the CEO of the Tony Elumilu Foundation, Raminda Ver, is speaking with three entrepreneurs who have put marketing front and center and are doing it really well. Listen, you'll learn a thing or two. Welcome to the Tony Elumilu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming in today and giving up. Your time. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. My name is Joycey Awoshika, and I am the founder and chief innovator of Oriki Group. Oriki is um, an all-natural skincare brand um, focusing on using African ingredients that are harnessed here on the continent. We also, in addition, have a service aspect, which is the Oriki Spa. I applied to be part of the program in 2015, and so I'm part of the inaugural year. Hello, my name is Nelly Abogo. I'm the founder of Nelly's It's Endy Prize Limited. Um, Nelly's was, is, is a healthy food company, healthy snacks and meal company that deals with pro, um, using Nigerian produce to make the international standard snacks. So at the core of what we do is to make sure that we are giving you healthy snacks, gluten-free and um, low-carb meals in such a way that you would be able to contain your weight be, uh, be healthy and um, live a good lifestyle. I joined the program in 2017. Um, so my name is uh, Fadishola Adedaya. My business is uh, Be I Live Well. We do um, a signature um, product called the Fruzy as well as smoothies. We use real yogurt mixed with um, indigenous fruits, so we take off the best of the um, foreign and local. Thanks to the Tony Limulu Foundation, um, which I was um, a member of 2016, we've been able to grow from... Um, brand guidelines to doing revenues of about 42 million a year. So you, you know, what's beautiful about the three of you is you have products to sell, yeah? And you're only an entrepreneur if there's a customer who's paying for your products, yeah? And the key to getting your product to the customer is marketing that product, and that's what we're going to talk about for this audio stories. And for you to share with each other and with the audience who's listening... You know, what are some of the, the challenges and lessons that you've learned in actually in taking an actual product and, and marketing it um, to your customers? Um, I would say that um, I think every entrepreneur has to be consistently and constantly thinking about marketing because without a customer, you don't have a business. Um, and so for me, although um, a lot of thought was put into how we would market the products at the inception of creating Oriki, the... The actual week, the focus on marketing through the program's module actually was was very beneficial because it makes you think right then and there, what are your strategies, what are you doing to actually get your product out there? Um, For us, uh, we have a product in which, well, I think this is for any business owner, word of mouth is the best marketing and the best advertising you could have. So for us, it was all about stickiness, which was kind of touched upon in the module as well. Like, you know, how do we get um, loyal buyers? How do we get customers who will continuously patronize the business? And how do we get them to share? Um, So finding ways to encourage them digitally, like 
online. Um, we have a website, you know, um, www.arikigroup.com. And on the website, we have the products there. But if, if there's nothing pushing someone to the website or if we hadn't done worked on search engine optimization, for example, we wouldn't have people clicking on the website daily, people learning more about Ariki. So it's really important for us to actually fine-tune our marketing strategies and determine also what works within our industry. Food is different than skincare. Um, so for us, we had to find you know, unique ways, and that program, I mean, the, the module on marketing really helped us to really put our marketing strategies at the forefront. So she said food is different from um, skincare. How is it different? We understand that most of our customers love to snack. They love to eat things that are still healthy, but they want to still have their mouth moving. So what do we do? We came up with a healthy snack brand that will allow you to still eat what you love and at the same time lose weight. And, you know, word of mouth, as she said, has actually been one of the greatest things that has happened to our business. Um, I actually sold fashion online once. Um, and so from that experience, um, and entrepreneurs always learn from prior experiences and you build on to um, great experiences, I found that um, I found digital marketing to be quite tricky and um, time-consuming and somewhat expensive. So then we decided to go to, through the analog route. So I decided from a larger strategic point of view, what is the best way to market this? Why don't I just piggyback off of somebody else and provide a service that they don't have? We decided to go with a brand called Tantalizers. We decided, okay, they don't have um, a frozen dessert section. So we went to them and said, okay, let's sign a deal so that we can use um, your foot traffic, which is the most important thing when it comes to food. Um, and then why don't we do a partnership with you guys? And so we did. A, we inked a partnership with them. And as a result, um, October, September 30th, we're launching our first um, um, Tantalizers co-brand. And so we hope to roll out to their 60 locations nationwide. We found that um, partnerships are sort of the best way in order to market. Existing partnerships with bigger brands that can provide you um, foot traffic. But what came first? I mean, clearly you would have needed to have developed your own marketing um, strategy for marketing your products, yeah? So talk to us about that before you moved on to find Tantalizer as a partner. So I was also an athlete, and I was going to run across Nigeria. And I was like, okay, well, why don't I just launch this off of the back of that? And so immediately after my run, about a week after, I broke a world record as, um, as an athlete, as a marathon athlete. I ran from Abuja to Lagos, 717 kilometers. I opened the store in order to move the momentum. Um, you launched it on the back of this marathon run, yeah? But what were you doing? Were you blasted with you? You had your leaflets? Or? We just had videos of the run. And so, like, um, in our first store, we have pictures of it. And so people always come in and always ask, oh, what, what, what is it about? What happened here? And it really develops such a tight connection with anybody who sees that. You're never going to forget that the, this beer guy ran 700. It's sort of like the Richard Branson approach to branding. You're just never going to forget it. Thank you. He has a very good point. Um, the nugget that I took from that is the whole, you know, thinking big picture and thinking global. Um, I think it's important to be, uh, have big audacious goals. And so for Ariki as well, we had this big goal. We're trying to put Africa on the map in the skincare space. We're trying to build a proudly Nigerian global brand that can compete with the Clarence and the Cliniques and the body shops of this world. 
um, they exploit our natural resources. Why don't we have a brand that can actually compete with them at the Heathrows of this world and the Macy's and whatnot? So, you know, to Fade Shala's point, we thought about that because saying that we have skincare products isn't enough. So I started the spa. And in the spa, we utilize only our products. So what happens? After you come in and you have a cleansing facial and you, you look at your skin and you have that moment that's like, wow, I'm glowing, this is great. And our therapist or esthetician says to you, you have to book it again for two weeks. And by the way, sir, ma, here are some products you can take home with you and continue to see your, your skin glow like this. And like, oh, really? I can buy the products? And they go down and they buy six products. Their cleanser, their moisturizer, their toner. And that was how I built the product line on the back of the spa. For my colleagues, they have active, fellow entrepreneurs, they have actually said things that are quite different from how I started. I started from my kitchen. I stumbled into the to baking. Mm -hmm. I, I, I never learned how to bake. I, I never went to school to bake. I never learned how to, in fact, my husband taught me how to cook. These people learn to bake from, <laughs> by the, from watching their mothers and grandmothers do it. Yeah? That's what I'm saying. My husband taught me how to cook. I learned from YouTube. I learned from Google. So the business was built just by watching up all the stuff. So I had to start learning how to research on how to make these things at home. And when I started making it up, I started posting it out on Instagram. And people were liking the stuff. I'm like, what are you posting? And it was just a personal page. And then they wanted. And so the first bread, banana bread I sold, was actually paid for before it was even made. And also my own little way of doing understanding how the business, when I saw that things were moving on fine, and I wanted to understand the business more properly, I did a little bit of research in the analog way. I would go to some bigger, healthy stores, and I will sit outside for hours just to be able to see how many people are coming out and how many people are coming in. And I would also go to their social media pages to see what they are complaining about. And when I understood it was most of customer service related, I knew that I had to make sure that customer service was key for me. Talking about employees, I mean, you're not a one-man, one-woman band, are you? You have, you've, you know, you've begun to put structures around your businesses. And one of the key people in your business is your sales reps, yeah, who are going out there and selling your product that you are developing. Talk to us how you've got, what, what have been some of your challenges around assembling those sales team? I had an operational plan. So I said, okay, I, I took this person. I know you have gone to school, but I'm not going to see you as someone who has gone to school because you do not understand what is in my brain. I brought it down. I, I wrote down every single thing I wanted them to do, and I trained them. I started with one person. <laughs> I started with one person. So when she understood personalities, I took it up to start teaching her how to upsell and cross-sell some of our, our products. And so how many do you employ now? So right now we have up to 15 people. What would you say their qualities were? And you know, if you were to summarize the two or three top qualities that you have in those who are really customer facing and selling your product. They are very um, attentive, they're very cautious, and they are very patient. So because what we do is you need a lot of patience. Sometimes the customer wants to ask you the same question in different ways. So you just need to understand that she just wants to have clarity. We even give them samples to give to the customers so that they are at peace with what they are buying before they actually buy it. Employ people that are better than you. My marketers are better than me because not only do they understand the principles intuitively, I'm an engineer, so I'm not the most socially skilled. Maybe you might want to touch on which of these 
hundreds of thousands of platforms that exist now for marketing, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, have you found the most efficient for your product? Yeah. Okay, for us, um, we definitely did a lot of research um, and a lot of trial and error for our social media platforms, and we found that Instagram has been the best um, as a brand for us. The reasons are because people, visuals, people in the skincare space are interested in visuals. They want to see other people going. They want to see testimonials. They want to see product pictures and even pictures of our location and spot. So that's been number one. And a recent finding that we found that we're just getting into aggressively is YouTube. Because we find that people like Things are changing. People want information. And when you give them information, they kind of see you as a authority in your space. We're about to launch um, a YouTube channel where we will be giving tips on, for example, you have oily skin. What are some natural ingredients you can use for oily skin? It's not every time sell Oriki and sell this green tea cleanser or sell this um, charcoal mask. It's also about what can you use in your home? What are some remedies? Maybe it's about drinking more water. You know, just giving tips that make them look at us as um, an expert in the skincare space. Um, Nellie is actually really good at that. Nellie, she's, she's always online, always on Instagram. I told her I've seen her videos, and I always look forward to her live videos on Instagram. So she's excellent. Um, as far as entrepreneurs out there, my words are quite simple. It's, it is hard work, but... When you have a dream and a vision, it's important to be relentless. You will hear a lot of people say, maybe it might not work or be safe. Um, I, I come from working for a Fortune 100 company, for example. And I remember when I was moving to Nigeria, everyone thought I was crazy. But I had a bigger picture, as Fadishola mentioned earlier. I had a vision, and I think it's important to pursue your vision. I don't believe in, in regrets, and that also moves me in the sense that I don't want to look back 40 years from now and say, why didn't I pursue? Why didn't I do this? So I, for any entrepreneur out there who's thinking about it, please, while you're thinking about it, do your research. Um, create that business plan. Um, apply for accelerators. Apply for programs like the Tony Illumilu Foundation Entrepreneurship Program. Apply for um, grants or whatnot. Just apply for things that will cause you to put things on pen and paper and write down your idea, hone in on your idea, and research and be relentless. Thank you so much. Thank you. Determination, purpose, passion, impact, doggedness, zeal, drive, excellence, dreams, execution, integrity, goal, innovation, success, skill, hard work, intelligence, inspiration. This is the TEF Audio Stories.